Hello everyone, welcome to Tea Time Reports. This is Trevor and I have Dale and Caden here today and we're actually going to be bringing a pretty interesting episode here, kind of educational. Um, me and Caden, we are not gun owners ourselves or like anything like that, but Dale is very educated on that kind of matter as well as like all the laws, especially for his state and stuff like that. So we were kind of looking to get into that kind of discussion because he has two pieces of his own that are pretty fucking awesome in my opinion. So <laughs> Dale, why don't you tell us about what you own, your experience owning guns, and maybe like give us some stories about going to the gun shows in Tampa and all that stuff. Yeah, I can do that. So I brought with me today a Springfield Hellcat Pro, which is a handgun. It's 15 plus one, so you get 15 in a mag, and then you can throw one in the chamber as well. Mm. So 16 rounds. Uh, it's got a three and a half inch barrel, so it's easy for concealed as you saw yeah yeah <laughs> carried it with me and you had no clue i didn't yeah, i actually didn't know when you brought it out i was like oh my god <laughs> it's very subtle yeah and then i have a chris vector chambered in 45 45 acp it's fucking disgusting bro yeah, like, you'd probably if you played any call of duty you would know it from that battlefield i think too yeah, yeah. definitely I, I feel like any first person shooter you know what the fuck the vector is yeah. i mean and this one's really, really fucking dope. Like, yeah. what, what is special about this model of, of this so gun? So, what they did is they call it the vector because it vectors down, whereas a normal weapon just cycles backwards. That's mm. why you feel so much bump on your shoulder. Mm. This actually, right behind the clip there, that's why it's so big in the handle, is because the charging handle actually comes down at an angle. So, it more like bumps your hand down a tiny bit. Mm. Okay. But so it like, keeps it, it keeps you from taking so much impact. You can stay on target a lot easier. So there's a little bit less like recoil. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I also well, noticed that it is relatively heavy. Like it is pretty heavy. Yeah. Like for like what it not not saying like it's heavy like oh I'm gonna drop it type shit yeah. but like for what it looks like it would weigh yeah. like it looks like it would be t- like paperweight. Yeah. Like, when, when, I'm, when I'm in you know playing COD or playing some <laughs> Battlefield it looks like a light ass gun. <laughs> and I held it I was like oh my it's like fucking fifteen pounds. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you said, I mean, obviously you take these weapons to the range a lot. You practice. You're relatively, I'd say, nearly mastering at least the handgun. I mean, yeah. I don't know how long you've Still had these guns, but I mean, how much hours would you say you've put in at the range? Like in the past, in this calendar year, we'll keep it simple. In this calendar year, yeah. probably almost a hundred. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. Do you want to like? Do you have goals to up that a week or like? Um, it's really whenever I can make it down there because mm. it's forty-five minute drive. And then I like to stay at least four or five hours there. Yeah. I like to do a lot of things there. Clean, take the gun apart if I need to. I'm one of those people that would take a chair. Okay. They have chairs there. So you can just sit down, have your little space, do what you want to do. Mm. It's very nice. Mm. And, and what's, like, your favorite part about owning guns, in a sense? Like, what's, like, the best benefit? The best for- benefit is definitely having your own protection. Mm. You don't have to ever worry about someone coming in your home doing anything to you your loved ones you get your concealed carry you can now take that outside of your home yeah you can protect yourself anywhere you go aside from schools yeah hospitals police stations yeah (laughs) (laughs) i feel like any government building just just don't bring just don't bring a firearm but like if you're you know traveling to fucking seattle satellite beach yeah you know like northern florida like yeah you know keep it in your car type shit but like what what is your, like, I guess, favorite part about the range or the most beneficial part about going to the range and actually practicing instead of just buying it, putting it in a fucking safe, 
and then you, you know you just have it to have it which yeah. I feel like a lot of people do. yeah definitely they do but the, one of the most important things is definitely taking it out and using it you mm-hmm. don't have to shoot it every week but there is a good rule of thumb where you clear it make sure it's empty and you sit there and you just put the mag in like a hundred times do mm-hmm. that every few weeks get fluid with it just putting it in racking the slide putting it up make sure it's clear dry yeah. firing it okay just getting used to the trigger pull that's really the most important so like the whole motion of actually like yeah not just, actually shooting the gun in this instance but yeah, like but dry firing preparing it. yourself exactly. to like fire. yeah i fuck with that idea and i i don't think people do that i no, feel like no not as much as they should yeah when you get in a incident where you need to use it you don't want to be fumbling for it. Yeah. You're forgetting what's... Is there a bullet in the chamber? Do I need to rack it? Like, how do I do it? And that kind of goes into why you kind of put in consistent hours to practice. Because yeah. you don't want to, you know, just in case. Yeah, God forbid. You know. And tell us a little bit more about, like, I guess the accuracy of the weapons that you have. The experience of, I guess, owning them. And, you know, what your family and friends think about them, too. You know, because I'm sure most of your friends think they're fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, but how, how does your mom and step... I'm sure your stepdad actually thinks it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a gun owner as well, so he doesn't... He didn't mind too much. He wasn't too thrilled with me getting an expensive one. Mm. But he also sees that where the government is going, you get them while you can now. Because there could definitely be a banned incoming. No, yeah. I definitely sense that yeah. as well. Or like what Australia did in like 2013, their national gun convention, bring mm. your gun, yeah. sell it to the government. Yeah, California's tried that. And they'll just destroy them. They're mm-hmm. just going to, you know, fucking legitimately recycle the fucking materials. Yeah. Um, and that could happen and strip you of your private, you know, gun ownership. But yeah. like, like you said, it's good to own these now and you own them. Yeah. You have the bill of sale, you have the receipt yeah. with you. Like that is your property. And yeah. I mean, if you are a capable adult, and I feel like me pretty soon here, I definitely do want to own my first weapon as well, but like, I think it's important, especially if you live in America, just because, uh, you never know. Yeah. You, you never know. Things could know. go south very fast. Things could go south, things could go so bad, you know, and you know, they're not looking too hot right now, especially no, when like, great. not, I guess, in society terms, but like, with what are the... You know, like decisions our government is making kind of uh, impeding on freedoms and stuff like that kind of inching forward on our constitutional rights and stuff yeah. what are your thoughts on you know private gun ownership in general and just like being able to protect yourself and ensure your family's safety and stuff like that because I feel like that gets like construed and people are like nah guns are the reason why yeah. shit goes wrong when it's actually like mental health yeah it's definitely mental health mm-hmm. you know you can outlaw all these things but if a criminal wants it, a criminal's gonna get it. I yeah. mean, look at drugs. Yes. We've officially lost the war on drugs. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Reagan put into effect. Loki, it was uh, like, headline. We lost. Look yeah, at the start I mean, of that shit, there was no winning. Bro. Exactly. No. <laughs> once you outlaw something, you just create a black market for it. And then, like, it's almost like once you outlaw something, it like, gets bigger. It, it's like there's more, more incentive. To yeah, it. it's oh like my come God, on, they outlawed it. We need to get something. Like, I need that, bro. Yo, yes. you got that? Like, yeah, or, exactly. Or something else, Rizal. You look at the UK; they ban guns, but they they yeah, yeah, have knife fights in the knife. streets. Yeah, yeah dude, knife fights in the streets. Dude, like I heard those shiv wars over there are like Please. fucking nuts, yeah. bro. In the streets of London. Not and yet. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's definitely a little bit easier to get your bullet wounds taken care of than your knife wounds because yeah. you get knifed 
X amount of times, and there's really no coming back from that. Most bullets, they're just straight through. Yeah. So, I mean, that's an interesting, like, thought as well, though. Like, yeah. that's, like, knife, knifing is way more gruesome. Yeah. Like, Think of all the bacteria you're, you're introducing as well. Uh, the health Where concerns. Where are the knife then? I mean, bullets are not the cleanest, but it's, they're not leaving all this bacteria behind. Yeah. It's and going so fast that... They're also hot as shit, too. And like yeah, you exactly. said... Like, it's burning on its way through, mm-hmm. so... And you said it perfectly. If it's a clean shot, which most of the time it is... 80% of the time. It's... Gonna, gonna go live in and out, yeah. And like you can actually come back from a like a non-fatal gunshot wound, but yeah. like obviously, you know, with I feel like the media does this perfectly, and we can definitely touch on this. Like, well, I guess I can ask you what what are your thoughts on like the mainstream media's perception and like influence on like people's thoughts on guns? Because like, bro, in Chicago, like every weekend, it's like 40, 50 people die. Yeah. And it's one of the bluest cities, most Democrat-led cities in the yeah. fucking nation. The bluest city and also the most strict city on gun laws. And is, is, <laughs> I think there's a... That, that's like a prime example of just like, yo, your argument's not working. Yeah, your laws aren't aren't working. So like, I guess, what are your thoughts on like what main mainstream media kind of puts out there, you know, with like all the tragedies that sadly do happen yeah. uh, with school shootings and stuff like that and just, you know, that, that kind of terrible aspect of how guns are kind of drawn into that conversation because after all the, the gun can't shoot itself is no. all you have to say yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean there's automatic fucking guns that can literally are like robots and shit now I'm sure that's true but, but like I'm talking a about regular a regular gun that is being used every day not something made by the government <laughs> the, the thing that you'll hear politicians shit on the most an AR-15 essentially an assault rifle you know like, if you've ever heard Biden he said AR-14 okay. is non-existent that's Great. Doesn't exist. That makes sense yep. that he would say that. Yep. It, it makes sense that he says that, even though it makes no sense. Yep, he's trying to ban this AR-14. That's a, that's a conundrum. Honestly, let him ban the AR-14. You know what? You know what? Yeah. You know what? Joe, go ahead. Like, yeah, go, go, I mean, you go ahead. I, there's obviously no... you don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> and that's kind of what it boils down to at the end of the day. Why make a law on something that you can't even say right or yeah. know, like, educated on the matter? And even when they like are announcing these laws and stuff. Like, you hear no actual fucking thought process from any of these politicians. You know, there's a couple ones here and there. There, there are. But, like, you, none of these people are actually attached to reality. No. Like, they don't know what a fucking Glock 9mm can do to a man, like, yeah. on, a, on a sidewalk in yeah. New York. There's, I like, forget who it was, they said that an AR-15 will blow your head open like a watermelon, when it just won't. Maybe a shotgun, but yes. they're not banning oh, yeah. shotguns. Oh, they're actually trying to imply that that's as gruesome as, like... Yeah, like, yeah, you no. will have body cavities the size of your fist. No, no. Like, movies have also done that to people as well that's with some true. of these unrealistic yeah. movies. Hollywood definitely has a play in that as well. But it's also, like, they're also incredibly liberal and... and that's exactly it's, it, too. It's but influence. You also see, like, uh, you know, most of the most of the people you see on on TV and, you know, on the news are talking about, you know, ban the AR-15, the first thing they want to ban. When you look at, you know, like, real, like, death rates and, you yeah. know, who, who dies more of a certain type of gun every year and, you know, people die more in the hands of handguns yeah. than they do of AR-15s. Yeah, you know? by, I think, almost quadruple. Yeah. Like, you look at, like, there's maybe, maybe, like, gun violence. 10, 20 people that die mm. to an AR-15 every year. And, like, obviously... Mass shootings, mass shootings. Wherever you get your information or, like, polling data from, it's going to vary. Because, like, reliable sources nowadays, bro, are, are, like, they're fucking, they're extinct, it seems, bro. Yeah. 
like, bro, don't get me wrong, like, I trust, you know, like, some of these independent kind of guys, like, uh, Jordan Peterson and stuff like that, but I, I just, everything is so construed now to, like, someone's agenda or thought process, and, like, I just feel like this is an argument that, like, it was so prevalent for our founding fathers, for American citizens to have private gun ownership and the ability to stand up against tyranny, and, like, if they're even inching on that, like, which they have been, and they, I feel like they have been for the past, ever since I was born, bro. Like, I'd say easily a few decades. Yeah, bro, like, and, and it's just getting more and more, like, obnoxious with, like, especially with what you see in film and shit nowadays, and, like, mainstream artists, and just everyone that's kind of just literally selling out yeah. for this one group of people that have these set ideals that just fucking suck yeah. and don't make sense, and, like... I just feel like this is one of those hills that no politician or any regular person should die on. Yeah. If you're a mentally yeah, no. sane person, you should be allowed to own a gun in this country if you're an American citizen. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying, yo, let's go give everyone a fucking gun. Um, yeah, no. I'm saying let's have the proper background checks, which I'm sure you went through. Let me actually yeah. ask you about that. What, what was the process of buying your first gun and like getting into the cycle of things? So the first one I got was actually yeah, at the Tampa Gun Show. That was... It was nice. It was, How easy was it to get a gun? Not easy at all. Not easy. As long as you have the money, and you still have to go through the background check, like you just said, but it's also a three-day wait as well. Mm. So, no matter what, it's always going to be a three-day wait. So, they're checking not only for, like, a criminal history. Oh, it goes to the FBI. FBI oh. background check. So, they're checking literally everything. Yep. Have you been in fucking Centerstone? Have you yep. been in, like... Exactly. Are you a fucking mental ward patient or yeah. a former drug addict or something yeah. that's been convicted? Yeah. Like, you're going to get banged, I'm sure. Oh, God. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure... You can't have any felonies. You can't be ever admitted to any kind of, like you said, mental health place. You have to sign a box that says you do not use drugs. So... And, and I mean, I'm sure they didn't make you, like, piss test. You no, know what I'm no, saying? There's no piss test, but... And, and that's on faith, but, like, I... I just don't understand what else people can do. I get that there's going to be guys that go in there and buy fucking 24 rifles and then resell them for fucking double to a bunch of idiots. That's going to happen. That's, that cap happen. that's sadly capitalism, though. That is capitalism. Like, you yeah. can't shit on a guy for legally buying a product and then reselling it at his own rate because he owns it. Yeah, and he I mean, the buyer should have done his research. Should have. Because there is enough guns in circulation where you can get them at MSRP. You don't have to buy the first gun you see because this guy looks handing it to you and showing it to you and, and exactly and that goes to the fact that some of these people are like you know there's always bad eggs out there bro and there's yeah. gonna be some guy that's gonna be like yo i got fucking you know a ton of rifles bro you're you're fucking a bunch of high schoolers come up to them they're rich like yeah. you know i'm sure we all have known people that have had money in high school that are just like yeah. that or guns in high school yes so definitely. look at that very palmetto high school that's all you have to say yeah. exactly. <laughs> But and I mean, that's what it falls into going back a little further is if someone wants it, they'll get it. Ex exactly. Like, so like, even if they do ban guns, they're gonna, there's going to be people that can have guns. There's so still guns in the UK. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. You apply for that and it, it takes a little longer over there because they banned them, but you can still get guns. Yeah. You just got to go through this very long process. And if they do that over here... That person now has the whole market, you know? Hey, you yeah. want a gun? Okay, here you go. There, facts. Pay me a couple grand for this $400 gun that I got. And, and people do it. Yeah, And then will. those said people will go commit crimes. And don't get me wrong, the people that bought that gun with the serial number on it and then didn't sell it legally with, like, a bill of sale, they'll get fucked. Like, yeah. there's consequences. Yeah. And they're acting like a... 
the other the opposition to this argument just acts like there's no consequences. Yeah. Like if you mishandle a gun, if I accidentally like shoot Caden in the foot, yeah. like when I'm just handling like if I was handling your vector, bro, I'm I'm gonna fucking be in trouble for that. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting yeah. fucked for that. You're getting yeah, in trouble. You're getting, yeah, you're getting yeah, fucked for that. Fucked for that. Because yeah, that's maybe. your gun. Like maybe. It depends on the circumstance. Yeah, I'm getting some but, cash. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just one of those things where like there's always a domino effect to any action you do, and like, when you live in a fairy tale land where you're like, no, I, I want you know no guns in the world, you know that'd be amazing. Okay, let's test that out. Let, yeah. Let's seriously like see how that goes. Do you want to end up like the population of North Korea, just right. bots being told your president is a god? This, like, there's yeah. gonna be a large divide, and there's gonna be a very visual divide on people who don't have guns and people who do have guns. There's gonna yeah. be a large power divide. The distance, it the guns for legal, law-abiding American citizens keep the distance between tyranny and freedom like far. <laughs> like the government, yeah. our government will never fuck around with the American populace. We're the most armed populace in the fucking world. Yeah. Like if you're any government. Like, if you're invading us, Godspeed. Like, there's going to be town full of yeah. people just driving in on their yeah. Dodge, like, 1500s with yeah, their you, boys. You look at our military occupancy, how many people we have in the military, but that's not even close to a show of force that we actually have. Like, mm. and that's what the whole foundation of America was built on. Like, yeah. the power is, like, genuinely with the people. Fighting for your own shit, bro. Yeah. Exactly. And Defending don't get me, your own shit as well. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, is America built on blood, yeah, bones, and also taking your own shit. Taking right, land, man. yes. But, that's how everyone did it. Yeah. That's literally, throughout history. Yeah. Everyone did that shit. I mean, the British was everywhere, so they, bro, they're definitely not safe from this. The British fucking there, there was African nations conquering and enslaving yeah, their own people everywhere. The they were the first to do it. Yes, nobody wants to talk about that. I, I don't see. I don't see people in the streets with banners, you know, protesting the Roman Empire. <laughs> no, bro. <What> <laughs> they don't have money. That's why. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. They can't give them any money. So, but it's it's just an interesting conversation to like, you know, just talk about, you know, just the whole idea of like gun ownership in America and like what. I guess the average perspective is because we're you know we're average dudes you know we work yeah. average jobs and trying to make our way through life and shit but like we're not politicians with a with a mic that can yeah. reach fifteen million people in, in a press in, yeah in a couple minutes but like what what people on like in the daily life of just an American like think about this subject it's important and like I feel like you know the more people that actually voice their opinion without a filter. Like, we'll actually start battling back against this lunacy, bro, because it's actually getting fucking crazy, bro. I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I just want to, I just want to stop. You know, I just want to, I just want to stop. I'm on I-75, and I just want to break my car. Like, just break. You know, like, it's just like, it's getting to the point where, like, there's no logic or common sense behind some of the decision making. So I just wanted to ask you, like, what are your thoughts on, I guess, some of, like, the big cities or some of these states that are just falling to ruin because of their legislation regarding this matter and as well as others. So, like, and this is a big talking point in America. Like, the right. gun the gun discussion will never stop, I feel like. No. So I, I think it's good to get your opinion on it because you're an actual gun owner and you've been a, been a gun guy as long as I can remember. You, know? yeah. you always had gun magazines and shit in your room. Yeah. So I, well, what are your thoughts? Um, I think that, yeah. It's just the cities that keep on failing, they're going to keep failing mm-hmm. until they finally realize that you have to have guns, basically. You need to have the good guy. Yes. Because no, there's been plenty of almost shootings, but a good guy will step in 
and eliminate the threat. But when you have no guns, you're waiting for police to respond, and police are busy dealing with crackheads because you've legalized all me- or all drugs mm. now. Yeah. So the police mm. are going to be tied up. You defunded them, <laughs> and now nobody has a gun except them. So how many people do you think are going to get shot then? It, it's going to be massive. It's a, it's a miserable cycle of just failure. Yeah, I mean, these like, past shootings that you've seen, these people have had over 100, 200 rounds, so they're, they're ready. Yeah, like I mean, they're they're, they're that, in uh, it. That uh, what was the uh, the recent school shooting with the, the trans girl? Yeah, she had all of those rounds. Where yeah. where were those? She had two guns. Where there. were those headlines? Yeah, where like they faded after twelve hours. Of course. Like what? Like it that's fit their agenda. That's a story. That was a big story. That's a yeah, mental everyone, health story. Everyone yeah. cared for a week. <laughs> Not even. And like seriously, rest in peace to like anyone who's yeah, a victim of, of like any of um, any of those tragedies. Like we're not trying to diminish or like belittle, talk, yeah, belittle anything exactly. like that. But like at the end of the day, like logically speaking, and at the end of the day, she went to a different school first, but they had an armed police police officer, <laughs> so she was smart enough not to do it there because she would have been she would have been eliminated. And, and the that's what really should happen is we should have armed resource officers, police officers, something at schools. And you know what? And, and it's the, sad, but... The conversation of, like, maybe every school should, like, look out for, like, maybe a retired cop or something and hire them as, like, a guidance counselor and they're permitted to carry a weapon well, the yeah. guardians, as well. The guardians? Like, that, yeah. There's that, that, uh, that guardian at uh, MSA, Manthe School for the Arts. Like, just look up, like, honestly, you can go up on, uh, those, like, big headlines in the news and everything. And I heard something about it. Yeah. He was like an ex-military, like Purple Heart. I was gonna say, even mm-hmm. hire some ex-military, they would be more than happy. to They go need and do jobs that. too. But like, he's <laughs> out there. He's out there walking around with fucking an AR-15. Like, he's gadded. He's gadded to the teeth. Yeah, bro. but no one's ever gonna mess with that. Exactly. I'm just no looking at that. that yeah. Looking at that, some person having a mental breakdown and about to make the worst decision of their life is gonna be like, no, I'm not, no. Exactly. You know, I'm gonna go home. Yeah. Like, that, like, that is not the guy to fuck with. Like, he's gonna he's gonna gun me down exactly. in five seconds. He's not gonna share, bro. And he has the training. Like we just need exactly. to get people trained. Yeah. Not spending more taxpayer dollars on the fucking ATF trying to suppress gun ownership. Yeah. And and stop fucking spending taxpayer money on fucking hiring new IRS agents for for what reason? And, and another thing, I would just like to talk about this. In California, I saw this a couple of days ago. Patrick Bet David was talking about it. Shout out to him and his podcast, Florida King, pretty much right now. Um, they they were literally making a uh, unarmed police unit that <laughs> only that. that only respond to certain things. Yeah. So like they're not like, are you even police? Yeah. So they're only they're not allowed to go to uh, any kind of like armed anything. Yeah. Like if if there's an armed shooter or like an armed suspect, no. So they're like emotional support. They're they're literally I think they carry around batons and tasers. Yeah. Bro. I saw one where it was them and there was a literally an assault happening on a street corner. I think it was a woman just getting beat and they're just sitting there yelling at him to stop. They're not touching him. They're not hitting him. They're just yelling stop. Like you're no better than a bystander. No, but I did see like some of the best police work the other day, bro. Where it, it was on uh, on Twitter. It was there. Was, these people were fighting. All the people just, just sprayed, fucking like a bunch of pepper spray into the crowd. And just broke up the fight. You walked away. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, that ca- I party. remember that the video. There's just yeah. There's like a. A, a cat fight with some mm-hmm. girls or something, and this cop just walks up, pepper sprays, pepper sprays the entire just group, away. and just walks off. You know so what? The fight stops. Yeah, it exactly. stopped the fight, saved a life. 
I'm sure, yeah. Good for him. He, you know, get him a medal at this exactly. point. Like, fuck. We just need we just need people like that can actually make, you know, logical decisions. And like, every police department, and you know, obviously the police discussion also is tied in with the, the gun discussion. Um, so I guess we can touch on that real quick, and then I definitely want to get into like more about your guns and stuff, Dale, before we end this episode. But yeah. what I wanted to kind of talk about is like, obviously there was that shooting in Avalde, Texas, I believe, mm-hmm. yeah. where there was a shooter and the cops. So this is definitely dated news, and I, you know, we're late to the party, but like this is something that's kind of been unraveling for a couple months now, with a, like an IA internal investigation, um, with like a ton of court dates and stuff between these cops but they were just standing in the fucking hallway like one guy was checking his fucking Facebook like as this guy was gunning down kids in the school and it's just like there's another there's another thing like of competence to it like if you just can't handle it like if you know at one point in your life you may like and this is just a big maybe you may actually have to pull the trigger like and you know like for sure that you are able to do it, or, you know, maybe I can do it, but if you know, you're like, oh, I don't want to do it, like, and you're a cop, like, what are you doing in that hallway? Yeah, you need to be the dude behind the desk. Like, I think there was a story where, like, the, this, the shooter was taken down by an off-duty officer yeah. getting a haircut two blocks away. And you were talking about, like, got, it takes someone to step up, and yeah. this dude was, like, he, he just got ran, the call, he, like, ran and he ran there. Like, yeah. I just thought that that was something, like, interesting to talk about, because cowardice, like, mm. if you're, if you're, a cop or like a fucking soldier, bro. Like, you can't be a fucking bitch like that. You, bro. I don't want to yeah. say you can't be a bitch because nah, like, but you've received the bitches. additional training. You have. You're like, there for a reason. It's it went to shit. There's like six or seven cops just chilling in the hallway. One shooter, get in there. You're all fucking wearing level three tactical vests. Yeah. You can take a shot to the body. You signed up for it. You signed up to fucking die for these people. The elementary school kids. Like these yeah. are children. And the video is horrid, bro. Because you can hear the kids screaming. Like, bro, like you gotta get in there. Yeah. Like, and that's a lot easier. Anyone who wouldn't stop just shouldn't be an officer anymore. Honestly, bro. Like, and you should just be booking through that. Low key, bro. Like, those, and those dudes are on, they're on, uh, trial right now? No, oh yeah, awesome. there's, dude, they're all fucked, Good, bro. Like, I mean, they're all kids, fucked. Bro. The guy that was checking his Facebook while it was going on, he, he's fucked. But either yeah. way, I just, I hope that, you know, like, that's also another thing, and I think you can probably talk about this for a second. What does it take to, like, you know, fully operate a weapon with precision and, like, total control. You just, going back to what we said earlier, basically, you gotta know your weapon. You gotta touch it, feel it, like a woman. You gotta just hold it for a while. Mm. Just Even if it's at your home unloaded, just getting used to popping it up to the sights, looking through it, getting your reach to your trigger pull. Your stance ready and, yeah. you know, your, your form right, especially yeah. if you're, like, if you have, like, a vector like this, I'm sure yeah. you, there's a way that you're able to hold it and not be able to take much recoil so you're yeah. completely accurate. No. What's a good way... So, uh, what would you consider this vector? Is that like a subcompact, like... Um, a, technically... Little machine pistol, be, or... Um, it is technically a rifle. Okay. So that's what... They added a new law where if you have the adjustable stock, it has to have a 16-inch barrel. Mm. So, technically, there's a big barrel that underlies under the fall suppressor. It's fake. It's just... Because whenever they came out with that's a Gen two, the first gen you could get a nice big long suppressor for it, mm. and technically I could on this, just chop it off, thread on some thread, and then stick a barrel, all the way past to the six inch, sixteen inch mark. But and I've also would, heard that law might be getting reversed. 
So what then would, I could just chop it off. What would that offer you, though? Like, more accuracy? Or? More CQB. Okay. It definitely has, like, max accuracy right now. And what's CQB? Close quarter combat. Okay, okay. And, and what is that, like... What is the benefit of having more or less of that? I guess you can say like if in you close plan quarters. On using it for your self-defense, like home weapon, you definitely don't want to get your barrel like stuck on a doorway as mm. you're moving by. Yeah. Or someone's so close to you, they can grab it and move it. You definitely want to have that nice short. Just get it up. Is there get like your job done? If you were to modify it like that, what would you maybe like do after it? You know, like a, another muzzle attachment or something or. I would definitely sign up and get my suppressor. You have to get a license for that as well to own it. Okay, so a separate license yep. for just the suppressor. Just, yes, yeah, so wow. you can buy suppressors. And you hmm. do have a little attachment on the front. What is that? So it's a fake one just to hide the big barrel under okay. it. Yeah. So it's a fake suppressor up front, and then you yeah. have a grip on there. Well, talk, tell us a little bit about that like grip up front. Is that something you added, or was that just stock? Yep, I added the grip, and the. it's got a red dot up top there as well. Okay. Both of those, because whenever you hold it where the mag is, there's two buttons there, and you can easily press the magazine release is the first one at the bottom, and the second one holds the bolt back, so whenever you're gripping it tight, you have a good tendency of hitting your thumb up there, gotcha. and locking it. Mm. So I added a big grip up front, so that way I could just put my hand there and not have to worry about anything. <laughs> In terms of this Gen 2 vector here, like what is... What is the best part about the gun, and what would, what would you recommend about it to anyone listening out there maybe looking to buy their first piece? Is this a first-timer gun or no? I would go with no. Okay. Definitely not something you'd want for your first time. Okay. Go with something a little cheaper. There's plenty of rifles, if you do want a rifle, that you could also get in, like, twenty two, which is a very small bullet size, one of the smallest. But you can get that just to get used to shooting guns. Those are cheap, and they're fun to shoot. They're fun as hell. Ammo is very cheap. Okay. And then you just get used to going. And then if you really want, like, a carry or something like that, I would definitely get, like, a smaller pistol. Three, three and a half inches usually about the mark you want for your barrel. But also, for if you do want, like, home defense, definitely just get a shotgun. A shotgun? Yeah. <laughs> that would be your best bet. What shotgun... Are you maybe looking at you? I've heard you mention shotgun a I couple times. What, what's the shotgun you're probably so going to look at? They came out with a new one at Shasha this year, which is the big convention where all these companies get together and just release what they're going to do for the year, basically. And what's it called again? Shot Show. The Shot Show. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. where's that located? I believe Vegas. Oh, damn. Are you yeah, going there? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, bro. You've got to get, like, verified to go there. Like, it's pretty much a bunch of just YouTubers. Oh, okay. Gun shop owners. I mean, there's regular people, obviously, there, too. But I mean, but I'm sure it it's wouldn't like, be worth it for yeah. me to go all the way there just for that. I'm happy with the YouTube videos. Yeah, for sure. So, what's the shotgun that you like, kind of caught your eye? So, it's called the Beretta A300 Ultima. And what's so special about it? Is it a big bitch, or...? It's, it's regular size, but it is semi-automatic. Oh. You just pull the trigger, pull the trigger, pull the trigger. There's no pump, there's no nothing. Mm. Yeah. And, like, what's the difference in, like, shotgun sizes? Like, is there just one shell like, um, for there's, all? There's uh, two. There might be three. There's definitely 12-gauge, which is a bigger, and 20-gauge. Okay. That's smaller. Okay. I know. It makes no sense. Normally, you go up in size, but shotguns go down. And what's the practicality of going for, like, the smaller shotgun size? Is it more accurate, less recoil? Uh, it definitely is, but that's usually used by hunters for things like... Uh, 
Bunnies smaller mm. game. Okay. If you want something for even hunting still, you can get the 12 gauge, comes in birdshot, buckshot, I slugs. Gonna, I was going to ask you, how do you get those different types of shots? Like the buckshot and like it's the slugshot? It's just sold differently. Okay, so they're, those are the same gauge of shell, but like yep. they do different things? Yeah, exactly. So like a hollow point is like... Yep, expands. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And again, going back to your Springfield here, most people are drawn to like Glocks yeah. or like, you know, it's kind of like the basic Beretta or something. Yeah, exactly. What what drew you to the Springfield in, in that sense? Was this the first gun you ever bought? Legally, yes. Okay. Legally, yes. <laughs> That's a good prefacation there. Yeah, you gotta be definitely... Uh, good with your words. Yeah. Yes, sir. But what drew you to the Springfield? Basically, just the fact that no one else would have it. Mm. It's definitely... I think it came out a year or two ago and then this is the second version of it. That just came out this year as well. Damn. Yeah. And what's what what's so good about this handgun that you would recommend as like a safety, you know, precaution for families out there or any listener looking to buy something practical? It seems practical. It's like very practical. It's light. It's small. Yeah, very light. Very small. It's one of the thinnest guns out there. Mm. It's much thinner than a Glock, so it's very easy to conceal. I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. It's slender. It's still most beats out most of the Glocks for size. Okay. ammo capacity and how much does it hold up with a regular clip 15 plus 1 15 mm. plus 1 so there's 16 rounds and what does the Glock hold usually around 12 13 okay I noticed the 380 is definitely obviously a 380 yeah. is really small yeah. but yeah. like that's I, I've shot that probably more than anything in my life like my buddy yeah. had one and he had, he had a bunch of ARs too I've shot a bunch of guns but never owned one myself Mm-hmm. But uh, the coolest gun I think I ever shot, and I never shot your Vector, I think that'll probably take the cake, but it was a, a three, 380 Blackout yep. or something. It I might think. be 300 Blackout. Three, I think it was something. It had a fucking yeah. beautiful scope was on it. Was it an AR? Yeah, it was an Likely AR. Likely a 300 Blackout. Yeah, it was uh, It was a badass bitch. Yeah, and I know... Just you, about the same as a 5.56. Five, do you want to go ahead and talk about the other rifle you had in your past that sadly has a sad story behind it? We but can. it was it was a really cool fucking gun, bro. Yeah, it was a uh, Patriot Ordnance Factory Poff Minuteman. Mm. Yeah. What was a, what was about this gun? You loved this gun. I yeah, remember you always. That was also about it. a sixteen hundred dollar rifle. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Worth it though. It was high quality. It was very high quality. Definitely, if you're looking into a high quality rifle, that is the one to go to. And what is, like, something that sets it above other rifles at that price range? It has basically something in the bolt that no other AR has. It's just a little wheel, basically, that runs it along, not a track, but inside on the, where the bolt slides, basically. Yeah. And it just keeps from metal from metal hitting, and no other AR has that. And it's just insane that... What is the benefit of that? Like, prevents a jam? It or? prevents, um, basically just keeps it long-lasting mm. from that metal grinding up against each other so you now have a wheel there to roll it so you don't have to replace any parts yeah. with worry about it breaking so it's a reliable weapon very like, okay yeah. and what was like your best experience with that weapon like what was your you know i guess best day at the range i mean i'm sure it was very accurate it was insanely accurate and my best day at the range was actually at my buddy's property mm. and because at ranges you have to, you can't just go as fast as you want. Okay. Yeah. And most of them, there is a few, but most of them you have to go, it's usually like a bullet per second. 
So you have to at least put your red dot or your iron sights back on the site because they don't want you shooting through the walls or anything. Got you. Which but, is which I understand. Yeah, it's very understandable. But at the but same the best, time, that the, sucks. Yeah. It does <laughs> the best day I had with my old AR was definitely, like I said, at my Boji's property, and we were just letting it go into the lake, like as fast as you could shoot it. And it was <laughs> the fastest gun I've ever shot. Damn. It had a three-pound trigger pull, so it would just beep, 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 and it would go as fast as you could get it to go. Basically, you were the air if you couldn't shoot it fast enough. And I'm... It, you've always had like a fascination with with guns, not in like yeah. a negative way or anything. Just maybe it's like mechanical, like you you just like how fucking badass they are. But like I remember you used to play paintball a lot. And yep. <laughs> how does some of those like skills like translate into like being able to accurately fire and handle a weapon? Like it's all basically the same at the end of the day. So obviously not, but it is. Mm. You know, you got the trigger leads up into the bolt and stuff like that. All the workings are almost the same. Do you think that? Like, being, like, a, a paintball player at a younger age, like, you did develop that trigger finger Definitely at a young did, age, bro. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I also could tweak my paintball triggers, and I had it literally, like, a hair off. So I would just sit there and barely move it, and it would go. Oh, so, I to was like, yeah, you yeah, dick. With that. You dick. And then I also got a very expensive paintball gun, and I could have secret modes. So I'd put it in just a regular, you pull the trigger once, and it would go. I had a mode where you pull it four or five times really quick, and then you hold it, and it would just go full auto. Oh my god. Which you can't have, but... Dude, you were just bruising people yeah. out there, bro. <laughs> I definitely overshot some people a few times. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, the worst memory I ever had, bro, at a paintball range, I was like run, running back, and I think someone had that shit, bro. I got sprayed up. <laughs> One of them hit me like in between my helmet and my, my shirt that I was wearing, so yeah. like right on the neck, bro. Ugh. A massive weapon. Remember I got shot in the mouth? Oh. Like, like the mask was on. Oh, like it yeah. hit my mouth and it just got all in my mouth. Oh, like, yeah. oh I thought like, yeah. I hit your tongue, bro. Oh, dude, I, dude, no, my no, mouth that's very common. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, it's it definitely sucked. Paint. Worst but, experience I ever had was definitely me and my buddy, it was like a woods match. And we were sitting in the woods waiting for people to come. And all of a sudden there was just paint flying through the trees. Like it felt so scary. Damn. And I run to my left, and I thought his barrel was on my right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Point blank got me in the back of the head. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. The bruise or the yeah. welt. I felt like I was like, concussed for a minute. Like, I just oh, fucking... You only had a face mask on? You didn't have anything that nah. was back here? No. Oh. No. Yeah, the first few times I wore like a beanie or something, but it got too hot, and it didn't hurt too bad. I didn't think so. Hmm. Well, Last bunch of times I went, it would just be t-shirt, shorts, mask. I, I always had to wear jeans or something, man. But the bruises, that, that didn't stop them. No. They're getting fucking smacked, and yeah. it's, it's not going to work out for you in your favor. Yeah. But I was actually on a team down here in Florida. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, the Running Riot. The Running Riot. It was awesome. Where did you where did you guys play? Over on 64, right? 64. There was one on Moccasin Wallow that got closed down. Oh, I remember that one. Also go to Orbital once in a while. When's the last time you went paintballing? Years. Years? Yeah. Dude, we should all get fucking shwasted and just go out there, play some woods ball. Mm. Definitely could. Like, yeah. You'll like, literally get painted. <laughs> like, literally, bro. Like, army camo, our faces and exactly, shit. Exactly, bro. Now, we, we're, we're like to go to the... the Pack a tent for no reason. Bring a little joint with us. Oh. All of a sudden, oh. pull something out. 
you know, you never know. There, there might be maybe a little more than the joint. Maybe some, you know, Jack. You never know. You never know. Yeah, you know, I'm never set up a little fire. Yeah, a little fire with the boys. You know, that'd be something. Definitely something. Some girls and hot dogs. All of a sudden, paints flying through the trees. So when they're fucking ambushing us, and yeah. we come back with PTSD. Mm, literally, literally walk out of the jungles like we like. You would see like guys walk out of Nam, and like we're just like. Oh, we took it too seriously. Yeah, I took it way too seriously. And yeah. Some of us crashed out, but... Yeah. No, I think it's important that we, we had this episode, and I'd love to have you on and talk about... Maybe when we go to the range, we do, like, a post-episode about that, talking yeah, about do that. our experience, because, like, I've never shot a vector, for sure, because it looks like a submachine gun to me. Yeah. Like, it it definitely. looks like that, but it's just not auto, which, I, still, it's fucking badass, but yeah. I know you got a trigger finger, so you can pretty much... Like, yeah. make up for it, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Not in full speed no, terms, so but... definitely not in speed terms, because if you do get the one that's full auto, it is the fastest gun you can hold. Really? Yeah. And yeah. what's, what is, so your model is called the, the Vector... Um, it's like SRB. SRB, and it's a Gen 2? Yeah. And what or is... SBR, short barrel rifle. What is the auto, the full auto one called? Like, is it just the same thing, but yeah. just auto? It just okay. comes in full auto. And yeah. does it look different? No. Like, yeah, there's just one more selector switch. Up mm. at the top, you have safety, regular fire, and it'd be one more down for full full auto. And this, I, I'm auto, uh, automatically going to assume this is like waterproof, like weatherproof. Oh, like, God, are yeah. all guns like that? Pretty much key? nowadays, okay. yeah. yeah. I, I figured as much, because like, just something I was thinking about, because like, when you're going through like really harsh environments and stuff, like, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure... I mean, do you think this is commonly used in the military still? Probably. Yeah. It's definitely commonly used in SWAT. They use it a lot. Okay. They will use likely the short, shorter barrel. Mm. And that, obviously, full auto, I'm sure. Um, yep. But, again, I'm sure you've, you've obviously shot full auto weapons before. Yeah, a few times. What What is the difference, obviously, between... Obviously, you have to hold down the trigger as opposed to keep pulling it yeah. singularly. But, like, what's the, the recoil difference? Yeah, you definitely got to get in the mindset to just hold it because it, you definitely have a tendency to make it want to rise because mm-hmm. it will basically take it out of your hands. Is that a strength thing? You have to be kind of strong or just, just know be, the you angle? You got to know what's going to happen, yeah. Anticipation, really. Okay. And what's, like, the best stance to, like, I guess operate this, the, the vector? You know, when you're standing up or... You definitely want to have your on the opposite side so if you're right-handed have your left foot forward okay and then have your back right foot backwards a little bit more for stability gotcha. so that way you don't fall over basically pistol is a little different you have more of a wider stance just your feet straight forward together and is there like uh obviously in sports and most sports like your positioning and form means a lot and shooting is technically a sport for sure yeah um what what is like the benefit of, especially with like a pistol, having like that wider stance, is it because it's slower? You're sh- shooting slower? Just off the rip? not as much recoil. You, you can have more stability within yourself. Okay. I mean, it all depends on you. If you find more stability with one foot forward, one foot back, then yeah, you can do that. But it's it's more preference to how you, whatever you feel comfortable with doing. And what what's another like, what's a good recommendation for first time, you know, maybe purchasers out there? Like, what, what would you recommend? Obviously, you said shotgun if you're looking for home defense, but, yeah. like, if you're looking to kind of get into the hobby a little bit, what would you recommend as, like, maybe a handgun or, like, a like a rifle? You know, a beginner. You talk about the 22s, yeah. but, like, 
any any brands or names that you would throw out there to, to look at first or a catalog you like? Uh, basically, every gun that is made, they will make it in like a 5.56 five, or 22. Some even make them in 9 mil now. So you can have any rifle that you really want. Uh, some good brands, though, would be Rock Rivers, Daniel Defense, that's more of an expensive one, Pop, like I said earlier. Those are all some of the top tier reliability, never is going to break on you. Is there, like, a difference? Uh, obviously, there is a difference, but in quality between, like, other countries' weapons and ours. Like, who makes the best gun? Us, of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, mean, I, 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 was... I would far believe that. There okay. is some other ones, though. Like, uh, some German guns are pretty good. They make the H&K. Those very well-known pistols. They have, I believe the MP5 was originally made by them. Mm. So, I mean, you got weapons that are ingrained in our past. Definitely and, some Call of Duty vibes, yes. everything like that. Everyone loved the MP5. So. Definitely. What would? Uh, what's your next purchase? Like, if you are obviously, you're probably gonna take some time to yeah. upgrade these and you know maintain these. But like, right. in your with your third purchase, I don't know when you plan on capping off or like if you just want to keep collecting. Never, if I could. Yeah, I'm, that's just a vibe. Yeah. But like, what? Next. What is your next weapon? Gotta choice? be probably the shotgun, the Beretta A300. And how much does that run retail? About a thousand. Okay, so it's not as bad as the rifles. No, you know, yeah, that's no. not bad. I mean, you can get shotguns for cheap, but is it going to be reliable? Is it going to be? It's not going to have that cool factor of being full auto, basically. Not full auto, but semi-auto. You just keep pulling the trigger. And this is a shotgun made by Beretta. Yep. That's fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And they're reliable as well. I know you yeah. were talking about how the Springfield kind of drew you in because it was different and kind of unique. Not everyone was having it and yeah. buying it. But obviously, what are your thoughts on like Beretta? Like they're obviously a Yeah, they're pretty they're reliable. very well known. They have some good pistols, obviously the shotgun. Their rifles are okay. Mm-hmm. I would get something else if I <laughs> if I had to choose. But if it was gifted to me, I definitely wouldn't say no. What's your next rifle that you're looking at? And after the shotgun, obviously, you know. If you uh, had to choose. Or are you just going to wait for new stuff to drop? No, I'll probably go back to a Minuteman at some point. I was going to say... Just gotta I, get the, just got to get it back, you know. Or I might just build one myself. It's also something you can run, you can do. Talk about that for a little bit. Gunsmithing, is that something that you're interested in? Maybe Definitely. as like a hobby? Yeah, that would be awesome. What's the process of that? Like a smithing table, I imagine, and... Yeah, you'd have to get some uh, a whole lot of different things, really. But then you can also build your own ammo. Which is nice, because... Yeah, you just take your casings and reuse. You get yeah. a big filter, grain, you have to pour it out and weigh it. That's and why when it says... Most ammo, or all ammo says how much grain is in it, so you have to perfectly get it in there. You don't want too spicy of a round, you don't want a round that's going to sit in your chamber either. Because that's definitely a safety concern. Mm. And also, you know, when time comes where you know you can't buy that shit, yeah. you can make it exactly. Very just, true. That's definitely a good thing to like learn, though, like in general, yeah. you yeah. know, because like you'll learn that skill, and you're kind of more valuable than most of the population. Yeah. I'll rip if you know. Something it. I would definitely like to do is definitely learn like farming, everything like that. Yeah, just General, like self preservation. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Just and, in case the world does go to shit, I don't want to be that dude that doesn't know how to make himself a fire. Mm. Or fend for himself, you know? Yeah, no, and those are realistic, you know, causes for concern, because, 
the Romans felt that they would never lose like their establishment and power, yeah. and they had to go into survival mode. The Russians, same thing. Colombians, same thing. Cubans, same thing. Definitely cannot say never with us. So yeah. I think that's we, a good plan. We've even like experienced our own shit, bro. Like yeah. we're already forgetting about our own hardship that America has been through. Oh God, yeah. That's why oh. these people are going into well, I'm trans now, and mm. all these mental disabilities. Yeah. And you we just. Need they have to go through a real hard time, something to get their mind off of, well, I have nothing going on today, so I'm just going to create some drama. Let's make up some shit. And there's yeah. so many people that do that every day. There's just got to be some new thing, new yeah, big thing. Yeah, they just have nothing them. going on. They need but change. But if you their mind occupied, out there working, working for a cause, working for the same thing as all your other people, going through the same hardship. Emotions. Yeah. yeah. Working, and everyone from a younger generation than us says the most united we've ever been was on September twelfth, two thousand one. That's when all the Americans came together, and they were like, "Okay, we will get through this." And I don't think we've had a moment like that in a long time. No, not Um, since then. It's sad, but you know, hopefully, common sense and logic will prevail, especially in arguments like, you know, gun safety and just the gun discussion in general. Because yeah. it's kind of like one of the foundational pieces of this country. It and definitely is. Just we wouldn't have won from Britain if not. Exactly. And it's funny that we're having to fight for our gun ownership and stuff now. Thank God we have decent politicians being able to block this stuff with like common sense and stuff. But, I mean, we literally used weapons to help us get rid freedom of taxes from, in Britain. Yeah. And we're now the, we're, we're taxed like, more than ever. Yeah. And... Our guns are getting inched up upon. But what were you going to say, Caden? We're like the, the first major populace who stood up and fought for our freedom. Yeah. Like, when you really think about it. We kicked off. And then we the French everyone else, too. Dude, the French Revolution came nearly right after ours. Yeah. yeah. And like, then Mexico, Mexico fought for revolution. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. And, like, guns were a part of that. A part of, like, a really positive change. Exactly. Like, for a lot of people, maybe Britain's not better off without it but like no they would definitely still rather be in control in of control of pretty much the world one nation yeah I mean but now they're kind of just stuck on that little island and kind yeah. of just burning but yeah. that's all good I guess we do have a UK listener out there hopefully some more we do not hate your country we don't hate it but hey, uh, I love I love we the love, UK we love Premier Soccer that's where my that's where my favorite soccer team is but uh, <laughs> no I guess um, I guess moving forward I guess the last question I'll go ahead and ask you Dale is what would you, like, what's your message about, like, gun ownership in general and being able to have that and keep it and protect it to you? What does that mean to you? And what, why do you want other people to, like, know about it? And especially if you're an American citizen, like, be able to express yourself without getting fucking destroyed. Yeah. You know, if you have a gun, you shouldn't be afraid to, you know, post a nice picture on Facebook or Instagram yeah. with your family out on a hunting trip or whatever without right. getting scrutinized. Yeah. And that's just the reality of society now. But and what are your thoughts it on that? It's a tool. I mean, people post pictures of all their new things that they get. New mm. grills, new TVs. These are just tools. Mm. I mean, when you think about it, a TV is just a tool. It's just to see what to you want to see. Yeah, get your mind off of things you want to relax. Grill is a tool. It's used to make food. You know, everything, it's just a tool. That's a great point, though. Because you said it's a tool. And people that want to do good or bad with a tool can... Use yeah. that tool regardless. Uh, hammer uh, hammers aren't being blamed for hammer murders, yeah, right? No assault hammers. I mean, people probably die from you know ham- hammer killings a couple times a year. Definitely. 
Why aren't they being banned? Why aren't they uh, being outlawed? For If you have a hammer that's the, too hard, this is going to be your fine. More because yeah. of the quantity of people that you kill with hammers to the quantity of people that kill Well, no, but like the, the argument is just, it's obsolete. It's not working. Yeah. Like The recipe that they're using is not solving anything, is yeah. what I'm saying. Because like back in the day, if you look up hammer murders, I'm sure it was way higher than it is now. Yeah. Like in the fucking 70s, 60s. <laughs> like look up with knife killings as well. I mean, I'm sure that's gone down because... I mean, it's really easy to get a scratched-off serial number gun yeah. from your from your boy. Uh, you know, that's just not going to go well. But in general, like, what 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 makes it so important to like not only own a weapon uh, as like a law-abiding weapon owner, but like make sure you know how to use it right? It's just ingrained in our past. You know, you, it's mm. definitely just who we are. Mm. So Got to keep that amendment. going. It's an amendment. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. It's in our in our in our DNA. Yeah. And do you think that I, I guess we can, I have a couple more questions kind of popping up here. Like, what? How important is it? Like you said, to be able to use these tools in case of like some kind of tyrannical takeover, if you will, of of democracy yeah. across the world, bro. And not just here; it could be it could be everywhere. Like yeah. any free country could just be, you know snap of the fingers and they're fucking oh, we need you guys to have a social credit score yeah. you can't buy this amount of meat in a month only this amount there, China comes to take it over you never know what country they're going for next could be us could be Taiwan yeah and it's scary yeah. yeah so you definitely gotta just know how to use what you have and get something if you don't because mm. in that situation your money is useless facts yeah the most you know important thing you can have is food and ammo I like that. I mean, what else Food do you need? and ammo. Maybe some clean clothes? You know, if that, bro. People used to run around in fucking caves and shit and wipe yeah. their ass with See, leaves. So. We're humans. We're apes. I mean, if you have a gun, that sets you above a couple other people yeah. for sure. Because no one's bulletproof. And, no. You know, if someone tries your shit or you know, tries to impede on your safety or your family's safety, you should have every right as a human to be able to protect yourself, in my yeah. opinion. And anyone arguing against that is anti-life, yeah. like for real. Like, granted, that's a bold statement. Not but, really. Like, it's, true. It, it's true. But like, people are gonna be like, well, "What about the people that are you know, going in, you know, shooting our kids in these schools?" That is awful. It's a fucking tragedy, and I get but disgusted. It can, be prevented. it can be prevented easily with fucking Mental, therapy yeah, at, at a younger age. Awareness. Maybe some medication for people that are delusional and psychotic. Yeah. And it goes it goes back to what you were saying about Chicago. It's like one of the most strict cities on gun control in America, yet they have so much gun violence. See, so like, yeah. the gun control is obviously not working, no. so it's rooted in somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And somewhere in society, like, people, like, we're, we're people. Like, exactly. people are people, bro. They're never going to yeah. all like each other. God, no. They're never going to get along and live next to each other in complete peace. We are here to no. make confrontation. But if you can, and we definitely can prevent some trans kid from going in and just killing a bunch of kids, we can prevent that. Yeah. Maybe don't allow the kid to be a trans kid. Yeah. Maybe, you know, tell them, hey, this is not normal. You are not okay. Yeah. You need to change. You need to work on yourself. Instead, you know, the parents, I, I, I'm not going to assume anything, but I imagine it's one of those cases where they're very encouraging mm-hmm. of, that, of that change for this for this child. It's a child. Yeah, encouraging, or they're just, they don't care. And that's, you know, sadly, a lot of cases with parenting. So maybe the, the real problem... The problem definitely is rooted in the parent. Yeah. They want to be too friendly with their kids. And you know what's it's... funny? We, we hear, I heard all my life, your generation's fucked. Your generation's fucked. Who's in the drag shows right now? Yeah. 
What age group is that? That's that. That come on. Yeah. Come, come on. Who started all of this? Who's making these rules? Come on. Now. What year was Epstein born, bro? Mm. Like, let's start asking some real questions yeah. about this. Your generation is beyond fucked. If you yeah. were born from sixty-five to eighty-three, well, Godspeed. The only bad thing is, is what's gonna happen when our generation gets to their age? That's that that's when it gets to the point where you well, can't really compare. Them. Honestly, bro, like I just have to hope. Maybe I have too much hope in humanity, but have to hope that common sense again, common sense and logic must prevail here. I mean, uh, like. I know a lot of people, we all know a lot of people in our age group, obviously, that have common sense, that aren't, you know, but we also do know a lot of people that don't. Exactly. Yeah, more that don't than we do, <laughs> Now that I think about it, yes, but I mean, it's a different type of don't. Like, the people that I know that don't have responsibility or, like, any kind of maturity are fucking completely done. Like, you, you know they're tapped. Yeah. Like, they're, like, they're 22, 21, and done. Like, they already had a kid, you know, they're, they're fucked. No house. No house, two jobs, barely a car. Or no jobs. And you, you see a lot of that now. And that's, again, parenting failed. Yeah. And also, public schooling is awful. Yeah. I don't care I don't, wherever you are. Especially these days. We got it somewhat decent back in our day. No, I, we talked about this on your on your interview yeah. podcast, like how we kind of did get a little bit of advantage potentially from... Hey, Waco was a good school. Going to IB yeah. schooling, bro. IB and just these days, the schooling that they're learning. Mm. I've seen videos, and it is the most random, weird shit. Teachers with fucking communist leaders on the fucking wall. I've seen videos of them literally talking about what the difference is like between when a guy gets it in his ass and when a girl gets it in the vagina. Jesus. And how there's still two orgasm spots, and that's why it feels good for gay guys. And I was just baffled. And a a teacher is teaching this to children. Yeah. To children. They're not 18, they're children. They're children. If you're not 18, you were a child. Yeah. And you have no business learning something like that in the public not school system. That is yeah. definitely something the parents should be parenting. Go seek that out on fucking Pornhub, and if that's did, your thing. Like, yeah. seriously. That, uh, this, we just, we, we just went to the Spider-Man movie last night, and on the, the blonde girl's wall, there was a post Gwen's said, wall, Gwen's yeah. character's wall, there was, a, there was a flag above her bed that said, Rainbow, protect, rainbow flag. Rainbow flag, protect trans kids. This was in the Spider-Man movie. movie. And then let's not talk about Miles Morales with the hashtag BLM patch on his backpack, the Spider-Man. It was was very subtle, and they're trying to sneak shit in there. But, like, when you see it, you see it, and then you're just like, oh, this is... Yeah, you're not even interested in the movie. I I, I would have walked out at that point. I'd have been like, yeah, this ain't good enough. I was disappointed. I liked the... The artwork was insane in the movie. But we'll definitely do a review on that. But definitely it's just weird how they're influencing the populace with these subtle messages, not only just about gun control and safety, but about... These out of touch and like out of reality type of ideas that just don't make sense. Yeah. Like protect trans kids was in a Sony produced film. What the fuck? Like what the like what the fuck? Kids, kids. If you said protect trans people, like even then I'm gonna be like, ah. But like I'm not gonna be like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Like you're talking about children, trans children. I still can't grab my... Obviously with a mental disability. I can't wrap my head around that, honestly. And this is definitely a topic for another episode, but um, just there's so much shit in the world now that we definitely have opinions on, and anyone that has an opinion on anything is allowed to voice it, and this is a show that we try and bring that here, so Dale, I really appreciate you giving us your time and coming on and bringing your guns here. They're fucking sick. They're sick as hell. I can't wait wait to get to the range and fucking try it out, bro. I'm excited. But uh, Caden, anything you wanted to say? 
Somos Rowdies. Somos Rowdies, indeed. We're going uh, to the Rowdies match on Saturday. Keep an eye out for our Rowdies recap episode. Give us a follow on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Tea Time Reports. And give the homie Dale a follow on Instagram. You know, just scroll through who we're following. You'll find them. Dale Young, top G. Uh, but again, thank you, Dale, for your time, brother. And uh, thank you, everyone out there, for supporting and tuning into this episode of Tea Time Reports. Appreciate y'all. Peace.